0: Welcome to our brand new show, it's not that complicated so listen close. We'll go through IMDB, reviewing all of an actor's movies. Blank spank, blank spank, blank spank, blank spank, blank spank, blank spank,
1: blank spank. Ho 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 Mary Podmus To all of you out there in the post apocalypse apocalyptic wastelands, uh being ravaged by raccoons, celebrating Christmas in your own special way wherever you are, maybe locked inside, maybe being terrified by raccoons. Jamie, I saw the raccoons again and I'm scared. <laughs> uh we here at uh Blank's Bank are back to bring the Christmas spirits to you however we can. Uh how are you doing, Jamie? Oh, no, it's just the show. Yes, you do this every week, every fucking week, every time, every time, you, do, every time, you do
0: your cold open time. as if your cold open is a monologue, and then we just go into the show. <laughs> Firstly, no, give me time to react to whatever you open the show with. I, rem- I remember the days, Alexander, when these used to be interactive. You know, you used to take me on a fucking juice your own adventure in these opening bits. Now it's just I've got four sentences to say, and then rip past your part of the show. So, hello, and welcome to Blank's Bank, the show where we chronologically. Cr- <laughs> Magic review <laughs> and Hathaways and Tom Hanks says, Who knows? Oh, it's it's Christmas special. We're just blank Spank this year. Christmas magic. I'm Jamie Loxton and with me as always is my co-host Al Gillespie. Say hello, Al. Hello, Al. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm doing I'm doing pretty rubbish. Uh, obviously Obviously, uh, so to catch people up uh, who might be, uh, you know, getting in on the the Christmas episode because you thought it might be fun. You've seen seen the title "Polar Express" Whoa, well, What's going on there? Um, and you might be think you might be wondering why we just mentioned there's an apocalypse. So, of course, in season one of this show, when we were reviewing Tom Hanks's IMDb, well, we were trying to save humanity. No, no, we weren't. We were trying to convince the aliens to let us join. To, oh fuck! It's been so long, Al. Right, I, we were Jimmy. trying to convince. It's to prove aliens. humanity's worth to the yeah. aliens, to yep. let us join the United States of Space. At the mm-hmm. end of season one, uh, as we all know, obviously everyone knows this. I don't know why I catch them up on this because this is our lived reality. There was an apocalypse. The Amer- the aliens they blew us up. <laughs> the Americans blew us all up. <laughs> 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 I guess they're in cahoots. I guess the aliens I, the Americans very were in Very much so. Um so the aliens they uh they, they blew up the planet and then um, the only people left alive are me, you and the people who listen to this podcast. Um and the raccoons. Which, yeah, and the raccoons. So Uh, Anyone who dies, uh, which is me, I died for a month between season one and season two, uh, you will come back 15% more raccoon than you previously were. Uh, So the raccoons are slowly taking over the apocalypse. Uh, Also importantly, I do believe uh, canonically Taylor Swift is a listener to this podcast because she was able to uh, release her album uh, Evermore. Um, um, shit Al I think that god damn it I think that episode I think that episode hasn't
1: come out yet well don't <laughs> worry guys don't worry Taylor Swift was able 27 me.
0: okay well in a few weeks time you can all
1: learn that Taylor Swift listens to this <laughs> Jamie oh, what's off hilarious the rails. about this out of sync uh, methodology is I really want to talk about uh, the movie, Christmas movie idea I've pitched of uh, fuck Jared Christmas or Jared Christmas. Yeah, but but I that's don't know also, if that's happened in the past. I have, or the future. I have
0: no clue if that's happened in the past. Or the future. We might be mixing things up a little bit uh, so we can give ourselves a little bit of time off at Christmas. But well, Al, I don't know why we're giving ourselves times off at Christmas because obviously in the uh, apocalypse world, Christmas has been cancelled. <laughs> Yeah, it's, very, it. it's very unfortunate. The raccoons have well, cancelled Christmas. Uh, they they were telling us for so long. <laughs> don't worry. Got, in their little squeaky voice. Don't worry. We'll give you Christmas. We will absolutely fine. You're going to have Christmas. Oh, don't look at oh. us. And then we're three days We're eating garbage,
1: but don't worry. You can trust us. We're trustworthy. We steal your garbage, but Christmas will still happen. Mm.
0: And and then six days before Christmas, the raccoons have cancelled Christmas, which is you know really devastating. Um, my uh, my girlfriend was due to go, uh, back home to see her family for the first time, uh, in in many months. Uh, and the raccoons were there, just just blocking the train station. Um, so uh, so yeah, I don't know why we're giving ourselves times off, but uh, but we are. Um, how how is Can- Can- Canada, C- Canada's as you it is now known, um, in this raccoon post apocalypse.
1: You know, Jamie, uh, so what basically happened was, um, in, in a way uh, not too dissimilar from, uh, I think there's a Kevin Costner film called The Postman, where in the post-apocalypse, the postman keeps America together uh, by delivering post, uh, and uh, I too have been receiving some uh, Christmas mail, before of course Christmas was cancelled by the raccoons, Yeah. Um, but the mail people told me my slips, my, my, my stairs were too slippy. There was algae on my stairs outside and therefore they wouldn't walk up the stairs unless I cleaned these stairs. In the post-apocalypse. So I went, okay, sure. Uh, a flatmate kind of got a sponge and ran a sponge over it. Didn't help. We got another letter from the, the mailman saying, really sorry, can't walk up okay, the stairs. Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. I, okay, so firstly, um, I, I do want to clarify that I, I yeah. hear the mailmen uh, have been making a joke every single time they turn around and go, hey, how's your post-apocalypse? Uh, so I just... To get the joke out. (laughs) And also, I would like to clarify they are delivering a
1: letter to tell you that they can't deliver letters.
0: How are they delivering the letter, Al?
1: Here's what they do they get their manager to come up the stairs. (laughs) So the postman doesn't come. The postman's manager comes up the the stairs. The manager has special non slippy shoes. (laughs) Yes, I assume so. He holds on to the railing. Um, To be fair, I think it's that, like. They can't come up with, like, heavy parcels. Yeah. But, um, you know what? Hilarious. So, basically, it got to this evening, and the second letter came... I think it was actually the third letter saying, please clean your stairs, came, and I was like, fuck it. So, I spent three hours cleaning these stairs at, like, 7 o'clock at night just like scrubbing these stairs and all the while jamie it was dark it's canada i was looking around i knew the raccoons were there all right (laughs) i constantly knew it my ass was exposed because i only have one pair of jeans and these were the jeans i like i have from a very long time ago so they do not fit me anymore they do definitely slip over my ass and all i could think about was these raccoons taking their revenge on me and biting me in the ass and you know what i didn't get bit in the ass but i did see the raccoons they were in the corner and when I saw them, I was like, oi, you, fuck off. And I actually saw this in real <laughs> life. And one of the raccoons went up on its hind legs, and I was like, fuck off, raccoon, I'm onto you. The podcast is onto you, all right? I don't know who you were in another life, but you can just fuck right off. And uh, I'm terrified of the raccoons. Jamie, what's interesting, though, is that despite, you know, Christmas being cancelled, uh, despite it being the post-apocalypse, of course, you know, it's it's our big break, all right? Yeah. You know? It's Guys I hate to break the news to it. No I'm I'm very joyous to break the news to everyone in fact um you know during this post apocalypse of course uh, Warner Brothers the studio famous for uh, fucking every filmmaker over by putting their movies onto their streaming service without telling them um, have decided to make a sequel to The Polar Express in fact yeah. they want to make The Polar Express 2, two curious, and they thought, well, who better, of course, to do the first treatment uh, than the two biggest Tom Hanks films, humanly possible. If the first film had Tom Hanks playing every single character, how can we get more Tom Hanks into this film? we got to go to the formerly Hanks-Bank, currently Blanks-Bank guys, and uh, so today we're going to, of course, go through the Polar Express, we're going to talk about what makes this film so incredible, and we're going to figure out what we're going to put in the Polar Express too. all right? Yeah.
0: So so if, if you thought that uh if, if you thought that the uh, the title of this podcast was perhaps just a little bit of clickbait uh for people who might might be wondering whether Polar Express 2 uh, already existed no 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 my dear friend it is of course the very real situation where we are reviewing Polar Express again not because Anne Hathaway has no Christmas films, but because we have been asked to write Polar Express 2, for which you will get an exclusive view into the very first workshopping of the script. I just ran out of steam. I, I feel I might have just reset. I, th- I think I just yeah. rebooted in real time. Because... Um, now i'm so used to how the structure of this show normally goes
1: that i'm just like
0: what happens now this show not normal al what's going next
1: jamie don't worry all right okay guys you know look christmas being cancelled broke jamie's brain all right jamie is driven 90 percent on christmas cheer the whole year, and that means next year we're going into the darkest timeline of Jamie because he won't have had that. All right, there'll be all this energy that just curdles inside him. All right, it's gonna turn bad next year. We're gonna get dark Jamie. All right, we're gonna get like Venom Jamie. It's like Spider Man, but Spider Man in the black.
0: <laughs> also, we've got two more episodes recorded where that's definitely not gonna be followed up on at all.
1: <laughs> don't worry it's gonna it's gonna come the new year you'll you'll you'll, you'll see it in the darkest yeah, so, so that's, that's
0: gonna guys just to let you know there's gonna be like a two-week delay yeah.
1: on, on the payoff to this it's gonna take a long time to curdle in his stomach until finally uh, like venom he <laughs> takes over jamie he's gonna get an emo hacker all right you're gonna see a lot of like cross bangs across his face he's gonna be dancing everywhere it's gonna be a scary time um, uh, but of course, Jamie, of course, look, 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 we've got to think about this, all right? Of course, we're, we're doing the Polar Express too. we're yeah. talking about the Polar Express, you know, any kind of classic, uh, you know, our previous show's Incarnation, Hank's Bank fashion, we need to, we need to kind of go into the film context. Okay, so film context is next. We're not
0: doing historical context again. We're going to do film context, and we are going to do all of the Anne Hathaway features while we are reviewing uh, Polo Express. So get ready for some six degrees of Anne Hathaway. Get ready for some anagrams. Get ready to find out how much of America's sweetheart Santa is in this film. All of that coming up and more right after Alexander's film context.
1: Uh, yeah, so um, of course, uh, the Polar Express, uh, famously uh, uh, Tom Hanks' third uh, film with Robert Zemeckis, and I, I wonder if we can take something actually from that to the Polar Express too. What what are, what are Tom Hanks' other films with Zemeckis? Well, of course, you have Forrest Gump, which is you know a, about a, a man moving through times in the kind of major events of the American twentieth century, and uh, Castaway. Now. If we think about that, maybe there's something there we can use. Maybe we could turn this into a, a tale where it's a time-travelling train goes through, goes through the American 20th century, and but but Tom Hanks is stuck on the train alone, all right? He's the sole man on the train moving through time and space. I don't know, I don't know. Okay, of yeah, course, let's, just, um,
0: let's keep that as I- idea number sure, one. Sure.
1: That's idea number one. Of course, we're, we're just workshopping here, right? Uh, Jamie, uh, it's actually interesting. Tom Hanks has been in a few Christmas movies. Can you name any other of Tom Hanks's Christmas movies? What? Oh shit uh, No he hasn't You're lying he has.
0: <laughs> No he hasn't this is, re- this is
1: the one we always do but Because it's obviously the most Christmassy of the Christmas movies But I, re- I f-
0: reviewed Tom Hanks' entire IMDb And I can't think of one So you're lying Alexander <laughs> You're gaslighting me um, Are any other Toy Story films set at Christmas?
1: No uh, Okay. Is Larry Jeff Crown is- set at Christmas? No No <laughs> It <laughs> feels like Larry Crown could have been so, a Christmas so movie. you touched on one. Toy Story, I think, does end at Christmas. The first one? Which, yeah, Toy Story 1 Oh no, Toy Story
0: starts at Christmas. Toy Story starts at Christmas. Because he gets Woody for
1: Christmas, I believe. No, maybe it's a birthday no, 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 party. No, it ends, it ends at Christmas. They move to the new house. It's christmas And they get the dog. They, dog.
0: they get the dog at Christmas. You are right. You are right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess technically, yes, Toy Story 1 is a Christmas movie.
1: Yeah. There are some other ones of okay. course uh, so according to this and I watched this maybe 10 weeks ago and I don't believe this is true A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood may have some Christmas in there it is not Christmassy it does not count alright nope. that okay. is not a Christmas film guys uh, so I reject that one out of hand so too is Saving Mr Banks I've seen that film several times I don't remember Christmas being in that film that is not a Christmas movie okay so you, so what you're
0: saying is you are reading this off of
1: off sure. of a list but to, to, are, to discredit it no no but, but, but importantly there are two I agree with so the last okay. one I disagree with is You've Got Mail which I can't remember being particularly Christmasy.
0: No, uh, uh, no, I'm sure. I'm sure there's probably a plot point. Oh no, that's Sleepless in Seattle. Sleepless sure. in Seattle is the one where the kid dies. I was like, not the kid dies, the mum dies. I was going to say, I'm Whoa, sure there was like a, a motherless Jamie, Christmas Jamie. plot
1: point. We could pitch Sleepless in Seattle to where the kid dies. All right, Tom Hanks has the, <laughs> end of the death of his child. I like the way you think, you sick son of a bitch. Christmas curdling in your stomach was a good move. We're getting the darkest timeline, Jamie Kaiser. <laughs> it's so great. Okay, um, so actually, Sleepless in Seattle uh, is it does begin at Christmas. Okay, so it's it's set weirdly between Christmas and Valentine's Day, um, and you know. I, I think it counts sort of as a Christmas movie. It, it's a winter movie, really. Yeah. But it's it's about the kind of time between those two holidays. And, of course, Catch Me If You Can, in which uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character calls Tom Hanks every Christmas.
0: Yeah, sure. So, um... I'm real glad wow. that we we we. I'm I'm so how horrible that we haven't chosen to do Catch Me If You Can every Christmas. Yeah. How silly yeah, of us! It. How silly of us to choose Polar Express over its other much more obvious Christmas movies.
1: Hey, I I think Catch Me If You Can is like in the same way that Die Hard is a. I think lesser than Die Hard, but like. I feel Catch Me If You Can could be more of a Christmas classic. All right, I think people need to take it into their hearts. Obviously, we all agree that Catch Me If You Can is brilliant and one of the better Tom Hanks films. Uh, and I think we just need to get on board with doing Catch Me If You Can 2 next year. All right, let's <laughs> let's just sit down, <laughs> drink some nog, and we'll just pitch some ideas for how he could get caught again.
0: Catch Me If You if Can, he... fool on you.
1: <laughs> Catch
0: Me If You Can too. <laughs> fool <Fall> on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um have you, are you actually going to do any actual yeah, film yeah, yeah. no no I'm going to do, I'll do some okay. actual phone context don't worry do I so of course there, uh, I, there may be people who haven't listened to last sure. year's episode no, and no, if no, there no. are people of who course. have listened to it they probably haven't listened to it for yeah, a year yeah. so well, get ready to hear sure. some of the same spicy so, takes again
1: guys uh, as you know of course uh, the polo express uh, strangely enough based on a true story uh, back <laughs> in oh, no, 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 Jamie, it's true. Okay, you know, in the beginning of this film, the annoying kid he talks like this and has the glasses yep. mentions that the train uh, they are on uh, was built in 1931. And, true story, uh, that refers to a train that was built in the US which would take orphans up to the North Pole through Canada. This is entirely true. It would take orphans up to the North Pole through Canada on Christmas Eve to see Santa Claus and then would leave them there to die. <laughs> As we all know, guys, the US back in the 1930s, it was a different place, different times, all right? They did some some questionable shit, including leaving orphans to die in the North Pole on Christmas Eve. Fun story. Completely true. Uh, If we're looking for, you know, some other fun facts, of course, uh, Tom Hanks originally was going to play every single role.
0: (laughs) That's my my favourite fact about this movie. I love it. Uh, Yes, so uh, Tom Hanks does play five roles. He plays uh, Santa, Scrooge, the Hobo, the Conductor, and... Oh, and the hero boy's father and the narrator. And he also yes. does mocap for the hero boy. So maybe he does like seven roles. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: So, which is always great. Uh, yeah. I just like the alter. Again, this film would be improved if Tom Hanks just played and voiced every character. 100%. Like, it, it doesn't commit enough to that bit. And I really wish it did. Uh, of course, Jamie, I know you You don't read. So, uh, yes. again, the story. No, 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 expressed- no,
0: no. Alexander, I would like to correct yeah. you.
1: It's not that I sure. don't read. It's that I can't read. <laughs> I, I am sorry. I, I, I did not recognize your disadvantage. And I, I apologize for that. Of course, the story of the Polo Express does come up in the Bible, uh, <laughs> where, wherein, uh, of course, the train is uh, taken from Jericho to uh, the North Pole uh to see christmas to see christmas father christmas of course uh but uh father christmas uh cruelly spurns all the children saying come back when christianity's been founded it's an old testament story <laughs> you know father christmas says I, I i don't give gifts to children before the birth of christ leave children and uh it ruins christmas for two thousand more years
0: sad a okay. true story so, um, right absolutely, your, your, your true stories, your true facts are really, really useful. So what, what we're going to do is we're, we're going to trade off. I'm going to give a little bit of film context. And then in between my film context, you can hit with your equally valid, equally true, equally 100% fact... Film context. So people who don't remember, this film was released in 2004. It is about the story of children who are taken to see Sandra on the Polar Express. As we've said, Tom Hanks plays five roles. It is also the first ever uh, fully motion captured movie. We've talked about this. Uh, we will talk about this. Uh, but it was the early, early days of motion capture. Uh, sort of just after um, uh, Gollum and whatever was bringing motion capture to uh, to the forefront of the industry. that uh, this is the first ever fully motion captured movie. Uh, the reason it is fully motion captured is because when uh, Tom Hanks uh, bought the rights to this film from the author, it was stipulated that it could not be an animated movie. Uh, and when Robert Zemeckis was making the movie, he was like... I'm not making this movie live action. That would be fucking weird. Well, guess we've got the only option is to make this look like a PS2 cutscene uh, and uh, make the entire thing motion captured. Additionally, that means most of the children are motion captured by adults. Uh, the hero boy is mostly motion captured by Tom Hanks himself. Uh, and then there was partially additional uh, motion capture by Josh Hutchinson. Uh, some other people who appear in this film uh of note are of course old family favorite of the podcast uh peter scolari who is tom hanks uh, co-star in uh bosom buddies uh josh hutchinson i already mentioned i've forgotten ever who else is in this movie of note. um
1: Jamie, i look i hate to say this to our audience of course uh, you know like look- Okay apparently there are two competing versions oh if you know truth here all right I'll go fine all all opinions are valid uh, you claim this film came out in 2004 of course we all know this film film came out in uh 1920s <laughs> naturally uh you know where it was the kind of uh you know how people say that uh birth of a nation was kind of the first real blockbuster uh so yeah. this was the second one so it was birth of a nation <laughs> first and then this was the second blockbuster and <laughs> like reaction to birth
0: of a nation everyone was like oh okay <laughs> let's uh let's cheer this shit up a little bit um uh additionally uh steven tyler appears in this film twice uh <laughs> Uh, he, so Stephen Tyler is the rocking... He's the, he sings at the end, uh, which yeah. I think we noted. Uh, so Stephen Tyler, obviously, uh, the front man of uh of... Uh, not ACDC, Aerosmith. Um, so he appears as a rock star elf at the end. He also just randomly appears as another elf in an earlier scene in the security room uh, for no fucking reason. I read that yeah. trivia.
1: Um, in, in the security room, there's also... Um an elf doing like a very like oi gewalt kind of voice like 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 i, I, I think yes. by a jewish actor um which Fingers you know look like confusing uh because if let's be real if if uh, santa claus is real in this world i assume also <laughs> logically jesus was real too yep. like jesus you know the th- confusing world um so yeah
0: uh last few things uh it was made on a relatively large budget of uh, 165 million dollars, but over its uh, entire release uh, and multiple releases, it has now had it has made 313 million dollars, making it the third most, third highest-grossing Christmas movie of all time, behind Home Alone and The Grinch. What Stole Christmas? Obviously, that's the uh, Jim Carrey one, the good one, uh, not the other one. Um, and also something which uh, I'll sort of note, which we didn't really talk about last year. Uh, This film was also released in 3D, which, when you watch it, makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of things in this movie that probably look way better in 3D. Um, But yeah... That, that, that's all of my facts about uh, this movie that I've hurriedly put together when I realized that Al was um, presenting his own versions of the facts, which, you know, of course, are very useful, uh, but not perhaps comprehensive. Um, but Would you like to add anything further before we get into Six Degrees of Van Hathaway?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, OK, okay guys, you know, I, of course, some of my facts uh, were told to me by raccoons um and so i I, you know i trust them because of course they are our new overlords and we are fighting back against both the aliens and our raccoon overlords uh tom hanks unfortunately dies uh in the post apocalypse really sad um but you know maybe his ghost made some movies before uh he passed away so as it turns out there may also be a new tom hanks film coming out on christmas only in theaters as such i don't think we're gonna see it um (laughs) Which is kind of sad. Have you heard about this? Jamie, the new Paul Greengrass movie, News of the World, with Tom Hanks coming at Christmas Day in theaters only. I did not know that. I did not know that. That's during that's, a pandemic. Who's watching this crap? That's just push fun. it back. You know, just push it back. Anyway, yeah. um, uh, of course, you know other other fun kind of Christmas-related films. Uh, there's actually a cameo for Meg Ryan. She plays the train. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: No, no, you don't. You carry on. I'll, I'll keep laughing. You no, don't no, get course. to indulge in this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's stop to appreciate my joke. Um, no, yeah, so, um, or you know, of course, we gotta, we gotta talk about the funding. So, of course, as we know, you know, often in politics, uh, you have, um, uh, you know, politicians like, uh, for example, Steve Mnuchin, the current uh, Treasury Secretary of the United States of America, also oh. funded. Uh, you know, Suicide Squad. He was a producer on Suicide Squad. Kind of weird, but okay. And and so too in the case of uh, the Polar Express. The Polar Express, of course, actually little people know this, uh, produced by Boris Johnson. <laughs> so when he says that Christmas isn't cancelled, he actually meant that. Of course, you can't stop the Polar Express. Like the Polar Express is still going to take children <laughs> <laughs> to the North Pole to leave them there to die. All right, oh, that's what geez. the story is for. Uh, of course the, uh, the Polo Express has been talked about in many uh, Famous kind of American uh, uh, Psychiatry journals uh, As an example of uh, Why you shouldn't talk to your kids About uh, the, the, the Santa Claus delusion all right? why, why you should From the beginning tell your kids Santa Claus doesn't exist uh, Of course uh, we here At Hanksbank Bank know that Santa Claus does exist yeah. And uh, that he Is our one hope to fight back against the aliens All right, If he has the technology to travel around the world living presents to everyone, even in the post apocalypse. Presumably too, that technology could be used to deliver an atomic bomb to the aliens. All I'm saying. So next year, guys, during the darkest timeline, as we go through all these Anne Hathaway movies, we may also be slowly making our way to the North Pole, right? Jamie's gonna get his way across yeah. the ocean. To Obviously, come see yeah, me, that, that that will not
0: There will be two more episodes where none of that will be mentioned at all. <laughs> and, then, and then and then come the new year. Um yeah. kicking off with, I believe. Yeah. No. Princess Diaries 2. <laughs> Princess Diaries oh, 2. Well, then, <laughs> oh, but once we reach then, then we're in the darkest timeline. Oh goodness. So now we've got to do six, six degrees of Anne Hathaway. So normally in our Anne Hathaway blanks blank bank episodes, we connect the Anne Hathaway films back to Tom Hanks. Now we are going to ne- connect Polar Express back to Anne Hathaway. Um I'm neither of us have prepared for this um, because we would decide I would I would like to say this was technically a uh, friend's thoughts uh, that came from my uh, dear, lovely girlfriend, uh, Ellen, who uh, suggested that we should just do all the Anne Hathaway uh, segments. Uh, so with that, I'm going to talk out loud and say that Josh Hutchinson is in this movie and Josh Hutchinson is also in Hunger Games. I know that's where I'm going. That's, that's where I'm starting. I, I've no clue where I'm going from there. Um, oh, I could use Jennifer Lawrence. I could use Lenny Kravitz. I could use Woody. Oh, I could. Oh, come on. Come on. No, no. Elizabeth Banks. Is she useful to me?
1: Alexander, you're better at this than me. Come on. So, so of course, no. Okay, so I have one way, which is a kind of cheat way. I've done it before. I'm not going to use that. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket for a separate way. Okay, if we're going Josh Hutchinson, we can go Josh Hutchinson, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson is in Cheers. uh, Also in Cheers. he also stars in Frasier, of course. uh, So Woody Harrelson's also in Frasier. Uh, Michael Keaton uh, guest starred in an episode of Frasier.
0: Woody Harrelson Uh, is in Frasier? Are you sure Woody Harrelson is in Frasier?
1: What, Woody Harrison guest starred in an episode of Frasier? He came in a couple of times. <laughs> okay, okay. Was he in all the time? No. But okay, he's a yes, guest Michael uh, Keaton. Okay, yeah. Michael Keaton, also a guest star. I I, uh,
0: I, think we have specified explicitly that they must be in the same episode. Because we, okay, okay, okay. we had this with friends. We sure. had this with friends. Otherwise, it'd be way too easy. <laughs> right,
1: Woody Elizabeth and... Banks must be useful okay, to Okay, no, no, I, I, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Okay. Woody Harrison stars in Cheers... Uh, alongside Ted Danson. Ted Danson's in uh, the, the, good good place. Place.
0: <laughs> the Good Place. You're just going around going, okay, I know someone and that no, someone no, no, is in we'll, something we'll, else.
1: We'll get there, Jamie, we'll get there. He's in The Good Place. Who's the biggest person in The Good Place? Uh, Maya Rudolph. <laughs> um, did Anne Hathaway like host an SNL when Maya Rudolph was on the show? Um, I, I don't know. I don't give know. Give me a Give me a fucking second. Right. and Hath no. So so so. Ted. Like Josh. is Josh. Good place. <laughs> Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph is in um, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Bride Wars. I guess that we can't do similar names. You can't what am I doing? Names.
0: Oh, I'm fucking.
1: There's Stanley Tucci is in Hunger Games Stanley Tucci
0: is in the fucking Terminal with Tom Hanks no wait I'm supposed no, to be getting to my the way he's in the Devil
1: Wears Prada okay he's
0: in the Devil Wears Prada okay
1: okay the other one I was going to go so that's actually the that, that's probably the you're right that, that was the correct one the other one I was going to go for is of course the one I keep going back to which is Robert Zemeckis uh, directed this. Robert Zemeckis also directed *Forrest Gump*. Robin Wright stars in *Forrest Gump*. Robin Wright uh, also stars in *The Princess Bride* with Carrie Els. Carrie Els stars in several other movies. Wait, no, wait, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. Who did you say? Who did you say before Carrie Ells? You said uh, Robin, Robin Wright was in *Princess Diaries*. And is Oh no, also Princess. It was in *Princess Bride*. Sorry, it was in *Princess*. Yeah. Okay, sorry. No, I thought you'd. I thought you'd already got to Anne Hathaway with the Princess Diaries, and then when, and of course Carrie Elworth is in Princess Diaries. Oh, okay. So that is six degrees. For Anne Hathaway. We are half an hour. Who does Rudolph?
1: How do we get from Maya Rudolph? To I Anne Hathaway, don't know. And my Rudolph isn't different. in anything. My Rudolph is in SNL. Like, she's what in is... bridesmaids. She's in okay. bridesmaids, and then she's in. Who else is in bridesmaids? Um, Melissa the, the McCarthy. Lady... Miss McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy is in nowhere.
0: <laughs> 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 Jesus Gosh Christ. No. Okay. So, that that is Six Degrees Van
1: Hathaway. We are half an hour into this. Is Maya Rudolph in the American office? I. No! No, she's not! I she's, don't is think any, so. Is anyone in. No. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got okay. it. I got it. Okay. Okay. So, here it goes. <clears throat> Jocelyn Hutchinson in the Hunger Games. Woody Howson is in Cheers with Ted Danson. Ted Danson is a good place for Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph was in Bridesmaids with Ellie Kemper. Ellie Kemper is in The Office with uh, Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling is in Ocean's 8 with Anne Hathaway. Congratulations. What a fucking star. I am a superstar, Jamie. You did it in more steps. (laughs) 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 Okay.
0: So, now let's talk about uh, this movie. And Alexander, it means we are at your favourite part of the show. But... Because it is your favourite part of the show, I have a Christmas present for you, for your favourite part of the show. So I do pray silence and listen.
1: This film begins, as all good films should, with uh, voiceover narration and photos of uh, the past. This film begins, uh, as all good films should, with some Japanese text on screen. This film begins, as all good films should, uh, with a train being hijacked by a potato full of monkeys. This film begins, as all good films should, with Tom Hanks down on his luck, working at a Kmart, Uh, but he's loving life. This film begins! (laughs) Yep. As all good films should... (laughs) With Emma Watson in a kayak, this movie begins as uh, all good uh, Toy Story films should, with some toys getting played with by a small child. This film begins as uh, all good films should, uh, and that's with Tom Hanks at home getting ready to go out on his day of work. The film begins as all good films should, uh, in black and white, with a woman getting stalked by a vampire. This film begins (laughs) as all good films should, with a cheap knockoff Elon Musk giving a rant about how there's too much overpopulation in the world. This film begins, as all good films should, uh, with the Pope dying. <laughs> and that is my Christmas
0: present to you. My ode to your favourite part of the show. Sorry. The bit where you
1: say this film begins, as all films good film should. The- yeah, that film, that is brilliant, especially because I cannot name half. Yeah, I <laughs> Obviously, I put it together,
0: but I played it for Ellen and she was like, I I think the Pope one is Da is Vinci Code. And I was like, nope, it's angels and demons. <laughs> um, Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that was my Christmas present to you, my ode Aww. to your favourite part of the show. And please continue to add to the annals mm-hmm. of your favourite part of the
1: show. I right, will pray you. silence. This film begins, as all good films should, with Christmas being cancelled because the joy in a child's heart has died. He no longer believes in... Father Christmas. And so like all us adults who don't need Christmas too, this child is assigned screw Christmas, alright? He's in on the conspiracy guys. He knows what's what. He's got a big collection of facts about why Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> yeah. And he, 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 reads, that-
0: he reads he in a book and he like reads like oh South Pole No, no not South Pole. South Pole, this kid's real dumb. Uh no, North Pole. Oh, oh what i am not said. Oh divine. It says, oh, it says devoid of life. And he's like, Ha-ha! fucking nailed it. Dumbass parents, devoid of life. But they say Santa is alive.
1: One of these two things can't be true. In, in a kind of fact that I find uh, deeply hilarious, this kid, of course, grows up to be one of those atheists you find on Reddit. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, whoa, whoa. Is that our, is that our pitch <laughs> for Polar Express 2? <laughs> um, well, no, he would have grown up to become one of those atheists on Reddit had he not have the adventure happen to him which is about to happen. So uh, Tom Hanks actually
1: died on the North Pole. All All these children died on the North Pole as as did the real children in the 1930s Um, America so yeah um, this,
0: this kid doesn't believe in Santa anymore his uh, his little kid sister is being like my big brother was telling me Santa couldn't be alive he was saying that statistically it will be completely impossible for Santa to travel at that speed <laughs> there's a fucking reply guy on Twitter like actually Santa couldn't possibly um, uh, but his parents the, are like yep
1: did you see the thing recently with um, Dr. Fauci saying that he gave Santa Claus uh, the vaccine yes <laughs> and people being like we can't trust this man clearly he lies. <laughs> look
0: how flagrantly he would lie um so yes um uh his parents uh hero boy's parents famously he does not get a name in this um uh in this story in fact only one character gets a name uh who we will talk about later hero boy santa
1: claus no uh no no Santa no, no. has a name though
0: Z- uh, <laughs> yes you know i guess i guess he does um i believe specifically uh he <laughs> in this it is specified that his name is mr claus or, well, it says Mr. C. He is addressed as Mr. C at some point. So, is he first name Santa, last name
1: Claus, or is he Mr. Christmas? Who knows? Uh, oh, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie! Of course, he's Mr. Cunt. All right, <laughs> very specific. <laughs> he does murder a bunch of children.
0: So, anyway, um, he Hero Boy, uh, unnamed Hero Boy. Uh, he's lying in his bed. His parents d- are like, "Oh fuck! Oh, he used to be. He used to be staying up late listening. He used to love him. Um, very know, he used to be so He's." He's listening for bells at some point. The bells start. Yeah.
1: There's a motif of bells in this, and it's yeah. set up at this point. This this small blonde-haired child has cancelled Christmas for all the family <laughs> at the very last minute. Just <laughs> it's not okay. And we're not dealing with a well. Uh, and uh, Tom Tom Hanks, he he arrives with his train to uh, whoa, whoa, to whoa, save no. things. Uh, you know, obviously, like we again, we got to get into the psyche of these characters. What I find yeah. interesting is that the dad is just animated as Tom Hanks. All right, yeah, he's just like Tom Hanks and all his pudgy. <laughs> his face is exactly like Tom Hanks, very confusing. Um, yeah. At this point, there's a big rattle. Uh, I think the dad beforehand says a line like, he "Couldn't <laughs> oh. be woken up by the L train." <laughs> yeah, and then of course a giant train appears.
0: I, I think I think it's very explicitly they say, uh, "Only the express would wake him up." Now it's like so fucking absurd. Anyway, train arrives. Um, um and you know. The next series of events, super logical. Uh, We have the conductor who uh, is on the conductor of the Polar Express. His job is to take children away to the North Pole. Now, he knows that's his job. He knows that might be a bit of a tough sell. Uh, Or you would think he would know that that would be a bit of a tough sell. That he would have to maybe convince some of these children that, like, you know, that it's okay, get on this strange train, everything's fine. But all he does is. Get on the Polar Express here. Hello, dear boy. I'm here. Get on the Polar Express. You're not going to get on? Well, either get on or fuck off. That's it. I'm not saying anything else. Polar Express time. Like, he doesn't take any time to potentially
1: assuage this small child's fears.
0: But additionally, this child doesn't seem to have many fears about a train turning up in his backyard. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. First of all, Jamie, all right? You weak... Christmasless child i am sorry all right apparently when a magical train appears i know you live in london all right so you have access to a lot of trains but if the train just showed up in your street and a man went fuck it we're going to santa when you were like 10 are you actually telling me you wouldn't be like let's get on that fucking train
0: yes i am because my parents raised me well <laughs> stranger danger <laughs> alexander <laughs> Um,
1: you grow no. up the hard streets of Peckham. You don't get in a stranger's train. Right?
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, so um, the, the this kid he, he hesitates about it, but he hops yeah. on the train. Um, whoa, 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 all these whoa, 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 other Jamie, kidnapped Jamie, Jamie. children are already on yeah. the train, and this, they the all seem fine. This small boy gets fine. inside
1: of Meg Ryan and uh they're they're all they're all inside meg
0: Meg ryan um and and they're having a whale of a time honestly now it makes more sense um now that i know that it's meg ryan uh but yeah all these kids they they've been kidnapped but they are loving life um they have learned songs they have learned that they're all singing the polar express song who knows who taught them this song how they learned it uh they've been on this for mere minutes i assume um but anyway uh, they all look fucking horrifying um the the little girl especially um just looks downright like demonistic um Ooh, do we uh, know if
1: she was 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 she in motion captured by Tom Hanks that's my real question <laughs> did Tom no. Hanks play the small I don't Go believe she was
0: motion captured by Tom Hanks. But it was around this point that I did start to realise... Obviously, anyone who's seen this knows that one of the big problems is the eyes. These people are dead behind the eyes. It's really fucking creepy. And in general, the motion capture hasn't held up. But there is another thing that I have realised on second viewing. Why I find, especially the hero boy, so disconcerting. It's because he ha- he has been motion captured by an adult. So his facial expressions... Oh, are yeah. really adult-like. Like, he has the eyebrow expressions of an adult that's trying to ham it up a little bit. And and it's creepy to see that on a child's body. Anyway, the conductor is there. He's giving out tickets. Um, and we meet... Whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: Jamie, the tickets were inside of them all along. Okay, uh,
0: right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. The tickets were in their pockets. He says, give me your tickets. And he goes, yes, yeah, cool. And he he chops yeah. a little little note in it and says, like, uh, B-E, like separate B-E. Or oh, L-E. Uh, or L-E, yeah, the annoying kid. The annoying kid that talks like this and he says, hi, we're on this train and we came up from 1921 and I've been on this and I'm going to push my classes up and I will never fuck Jamie, ever.
1: Anyway. That is the best impression you have ever done. Thank you very much. That is much. the most spot on impression I've <laughs> ever seen you do. And I'm, I'm, I'm not sure
0: that. whether I'm uh, proud of that. Uh, I will add that to... <laughs>
1: <laughs> my see that' spot
0: my Denzel Washington impression that i did in our Philadelphia episode and you do not get to be offended by that anyone who doesn't know what I'm referring to go back and listen to it it's a very good impression <laughs> and it's absolutely fine it is only one line from the movie anyway um,
1: so Bro, Jamie, um, Jamie in my memory you did the entire episode didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just didn't do she yeah And then I did it for the Streets of Philadelphia episode as well. (laughs) Uh,
0: Anyway, um, so uh, they're all on this train. uh, They've all got their tickets. uh, But uh, Santa obviously has, uh, he sent a message to the conductor and he went, look, I get it. The optics of me exclusively picking up middle class children from really affluent neighborhoods probably Mm -hmm. isn't great. But you're only allowed to pick up one poor kid. If you bring more than one poor child, I will fucking kick off. So they pick up the poor child, uh, motion captured by Peter Sclari. Um I believe. Given the name in the uh, the only the only child that is given a name, Billy, um, uh, and is also referred to as the lonely child. Um, but yeah, he's picked up, and he's a uh, he's really unsure. He's he, he's not sure if he wants to get on. Um. Uh, and the train starts to pull away uh, and, and apparently one side effect of being poor is that you can't run properly so this, so this kid's just stumbling through the snow just falls flat on his face uh, and Hero Boy being the hero he is uh, pulls on the emergency brake uh, and uh, and gets the train to stop, uh, and Tom Hanks rushes in and goes, "Who dare stop my train? I we're we're already late. To, it's five o'clock to midnight. We're already late to the North Pole." Harold, uh, he's like, "I was he just he wanted to get on," um, and uh, so he goes through and then. Um, uh helps the the lonely child who uh is of course banished to the poor cart uh he he couldn't afford the uh the, well, the cart he... with the rest yeah why is he not why allowed is in the other banished? cart? i don't know i don't know but he stays in the other cart. like he he couldn't afford the first class cart with all of the, the free food and uh and table service uh so he's stuck in the back cart uh and meanwhile the rest of the kids uh get uh hot chocolate they get hot chocolate and we get the hell chocolate song and i i didn't ex- i didn't i can comp- obviously go look up hot chocolate song yeah. on on youtube it's fucking mental they, they this film is fully motion captured except for these dancers which are very clearly not and it's really weird and they're like doing well,
1: backflips and stuff i can't tell if they're meant to be like robots you know what yeah. I mean? like they, they they seem like kind of you know like the amazing turk kind of like automatron kind of things so either the, you're right they haven't motion captured a load of people dancing and flipping over tables <laughs> magically um, walking on the but, ceiling that would yes be kind of um
0: different. and then a bit like so my I've, I've realized what i dislike about this song obviously the motion capture is all creepy and weird and it's all over the place but the entire song is written like it's the interlude to a longer song so, like, a longer song yeah. that might have, like, non-garbled lyrics would then have, like, a dance breakdown where they start going, Oh, he's got it. Hot, hot. Oh, he's got it. Hot, hot, hot. Oh, we've got it. Hot, 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 hot chocolate. And, and, like, that would make sense <laughs> if it was, like, a breakdown <laughs> in the middle of a song that made sense. But that's the whole song. And it's just, like, it takes you so long, like, you're having a fever dream to figure out what the fuck they're saying. Because they're all going... Um, (laughs) it's just it's bonkers um additionally uh this song is three minutes long and we are supposed to believe that these children are both served consume and then have their hot chocolate taken
1: away all in those three minutes whoa whoa. the lyrics of the song explain to Jamie, you have to drink the only i think they actually say the lyric the only rule is you gotta keep gotta be hot (laughs) you gotta keep it
0: hot you gotta drink it while it's hot um so yeah they they all they all just they give themselves fucking third degree burns down their throats and guzzle this hot chocolate down um the uh young girl uh smuggles did you notice this steals two it i don't know whether it's a mistake but she takes one off of her table and she puts it down next to her Then another one is served to her. Then later it is shown her hiding one under her chair. Now it's possible that it's supposed to be that she takes one, puts it on next to her and then puts it under a chair. But arguably I'd say that's a fucking weird thing. Um... Are you suggesting this small child is stealing one for herself? Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Or or I'm suggesting that this film is maybe poorly made and that was an oversight. Um, there we go. But yeah, so she uh, she goes to take, she's stolen it so she can give it to the poor kid. Um, her and the... Um... Stealing is a strong word, right? She's borrowed
1: this <laughs> she's cup of hot chocolate it. to give um, it to a poor child. And Tom Hanks is the conductor is like,
0: oh, who's stolen hot chocolate? Oh, you were going to go and give it to a long boy over there? Oh, oh yes, I guess. Oh, I guess we did forget to give it to him. That was a bit stupid of us, but he, here, to be fair, he's not in the first-class cabin, so... He's
1: poor, um, <laughs> so he doesn't get hot chocolate included. Um, but, uh, so,
0: Tom Hanks and the uh, girl go through to the, uh, the other cabin, uh, and the hero boy notices, Oh, her ticket! It's about to fly out! Oh, no! And it flies out the window. And then we get a segment that I think would make more sense in 3D, um, because we yeah. just get a dead silent two minute section of this ticket just flowing through the air it's just going and it lands on lands on some snow and then some wolves run past and they they flick it up and again i feel like this would make sense if like because my mum said that my aunt went to see this and like at points like the train would be coming straight to like like you know you know that film about like the first ever film where the train was pulling out the station people ran out the way because they thought it was coming actually at them that actually happens in this movie yeah. the train in 3D would have actually come towards you um and your yeah, aunt you
1: would... just ran out of the theatre screaming being like oh, yeah, this yeah, train yeah. is going to kill me <laughs> well to be fair my aunt was also at the first
0: one in 1918 as well Anyway, so this ticket goes and then it flies all the way back and lands back in the fucking. um, And
1: nothing changes. Yeah,
0: nothing changes. It's just a completely pointless fucking section. Uh, The hero boy grabs the ticket and he goes to take it through to her. um, And they're not there. Uh, and and the, the the annoying boy goes, uh, did you know she's gonna get kicked off the fucking train? It's real sad. She ain't got a ticket, but uh, that's what's gotta happen. They're gonna slow down, but they can't stop. So let's just push her off the train. It's the safest way to do it. Um, uh, so he's like, oh no, I've got a ticket. Uh, so he runs into the poor kid's train. Yeah. Uh, the poor kid train a lot. Uh, al- alongside being unable to run, another symptom of being poor is being unable to speak. Uh, so mm-hmm. the poor kid just sort of points upwards. Uh, and hero boy sees that they are on the roof of the train he follows them to the roof of the train but they get too far away and so he meets tom hanks magic number Hobo. 3
1: of this film magic Hobo. Oh, magic Hobo. um in which he's the ghost of christmas christmas past present and future all in one who's singing good king renchsters and serving coffee with socks in it yeah. it's uh, it's the time
0: yeah and this is this is tom hanks just he I, I like to think that because he's, he's, I think going for a Boston accent, but I like, I like to imagine that he didn't come up with an accent for this character. He came up with just a voice and then, and then just rolled with it. Cause this guy kind of talks like this, but it's not really Boston, but it's sometimes Boston and it's kind but, of New York. It's, it's more it's, like Queensy, I think. I think yeah. he's
1: trying to do like a Queens kind of, um, you're right. Like it, it's, it's very, like, it's very big and very broad. And but he,
0: uh, but, Tom Hanks is having the best time. Like, he yeah. is loving doing this voice. Um, and basically he's telling the kid, like, oh well, I used to believe in Santa, but uh don't do that no more. I'm not no dum dumb like that. I uh I I I just run on top of the train here. I'm a totally
1: normal you should listen to me, hero oh boy. Um It's uh of course he is a metaphor for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh apparently. In that he leads people who have faith to Santa Claus. Um you know maybe this film has uh too much in it you know maybe you didn't need also like the 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 weird uh christ allegory in there but sure let's go for it Uh, so um
0: they he starts to ski up the here up the train leaving hero boy behind uh and then he comes back because he's like oh by the way we're about to go into a tunnel uh you better fucking uh get on the back with me because uh this tunnel only has one and a half inch of clearance uh so we got to get over to the engine over there where we can jump in the coal." Uh, there's a little little fun action sequence of them desperately trying to get up with him on his back. Uh, and surprise, surprise, uh, he gets him uh, and pushes him into the uh, coal. But real surprise, surprise, then
1: he disappears. He was a ghost goes, all along. The Holy Ghost. Um, Christmas is cancelled, Jamie, because people can't remember the true meaning of Christmas. All which right? is no, sorry, Tom, Tom Hanks as a hobo. Um... So
0: uh, he's at the engine and he's there with um, uh, the girl and uh, they realize that there is a, uh, a bunch of uh, caribou, caribou reindeer, uh, you know, for the for the for the real festive of us. Are caribou um, and reindeer the same thing? I reckon they're in the same family. Yeah, like, the the. I mean, deer. I mean, I'm taking a wild guess that that you know the implication here is that they're pretty similar to fucking reindeer because it's the North Pole and Santa has reindeer. Maybe they only become reindeer when they become Santas. Maybe they are caribou until <laughs> they, they they don't count uh, as reindeer unless they come from the reindeer region of France. Um, so <laughs> um, yeah, they they register as a bunch of caribou. The uh, engineers who are some really weird characters. Um, uh, uh, on, are at the front of the train for some reason. So these kids are in the engine uh, and they have to pull on the uh, brake. But they're unsure which one it is. Uh, the girl says, I'm pretty sure it's the red one. And the hero boy is like, are you really sure? Are you actually sure? Oh, I'm not sure if you're sure. And she's like, oh, I don't fucking know. Now I feel bullied out of my choice. Um, and she, he pulls the uh, red one anyway. And it turns out that was the brake. They stop just short of the caribou. Tom Hank runs up. Yes, you're were, you're were about to have some thoughts.
1: Does he pull the Does he pull the red one, or he pulls the one she said? Right? She pulls the one. He pulls the one she said. Yeah. 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 Um, He's they they stop train just short. <laughs> exactly. Despite that, the train is clearly a woman, right?
0: Um. <laughs> um So um they the the engineers they they stop just short of the. um uh, the caribou uh, and Tom <clears> Hanks <throat> comes rushing over and goes, Don't you know the like to is no pole? How I, um, uh, and then they go, Hey, we actually saved Christmas, so fuck off, man. Um, and so at this point, something that I fully either was not watching or just m- completely forgot, uh, they clear the caribou because, uh, one of these engineers has a very long beard, yeah, and when you pull on his beard. He apparently makes a noise like a caribou. They actually pull like on a it. Caribou. Yeah, they, they actually put it on once, and he goes. Oh, oh, yeah. And then they notice that the caribou are looking, and then they go, "Okay, let's pull on it again." And then he goes. Oh, yeah.
1: That's an incredible sound effect. I, 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 guys, we actually have a... This is impressive. you know, Jamie obviously always goes for the high production values while well, I typically go for bullshit. But he actually brought in a live caribou just to make that noise, guys. It, it was very impressive. Um, Round and, of applause to Jamie. Uh,
0: thank you very much. Uh, and so that clears the caribou. Uh, and then we get to the best sequence um, because uh, it's time for Tokyo Drifting train style. Uh, they get onto they 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 get onto an ice field apparently uh and uh just start drifting uh they're they're going from left to right the cracks are coming behind them they're sinking into the ice you know poor kid at the back of the train is fucking drowning in, in like three feet of ice just <laughs> 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 go meanwhile the kids at the front are like okay a little bit to the left a little bit to the right and then they careen through and they make it uh just in time through the uh through the gap Uh, and uh, they go back to the back of the train Uh, I think at some point in this uh, the hobo turns up again and saves them uh, while they're while they're like swinging from left to right Um, Mm -hmm. and they start to go back to the back of the train to check on all the drowned children Uh, and we meet Tom Hanks number four or five I can't remember but uh, seven we Scrooge Tom Hanks yes Scrooge Tom Hanks what happens in this scene Alexander
1: So basically, they go through a uh, compartment which is filled with toys that are going to be recycled. One of them is a marionette of Scrooge. Uh, The Scrooge is like, "You don't believe. You're like me. You're a Scrooge. You don't believe in Christmas. Bah humbug. Bah humbug. You have no faith." Of course, uh, Scrooge Tom Hanks is being played by is being marionetted by Ghost Hobo Tom Hanks Mm -hmm. uh, in in the most confusing movie ever. Uh, The kid's (laughs) like, "I believe," and I want to believe, and runs out uh in fear yep
0: uh they go back uh all the children are absolutely fine with the extremely traumatic experience that just happened to them they have been kidnapped uh taken away from their homes in the middle of the night and then gone through uh drowning uh in an uh ice field uh but they're all pretty chill about it uh they go back to visit uh the poor boy again and uh he's all by himself uh and we have a little sing song uh he and the girl they have a little sing about about loving christmas and i don't know it's a song do you remember what this song is specifically oh about Oh god
1: it's uh, the the issue is this film every now and then thinks that it's a musical and wants mm. to like do these bits and they're just some people disagree and like the songs i don't particularly like songs it's like look at the sky it's christmas night i love christmas you love christmas jesus christ is why we have christmas and then they arrive
0: effect. in uh, the North Pole, uh, five minutes to midnight, uh, as it has been uh, the entire time. Uh, and uh, they, they're they driving through and all the elves are going to the big Christmas tree. There's, there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of them. And <laughs> there's very specifically, they're all walking. They're not proceeding. They're not doing some sort of show they're not they're not you know having a macy's day parade or anything they're just walking but some of them do do front flips sometimes not as like a performative front flip just as apparently in this world a regular mode of movement (laughs) for elves is just a just a front flip at the
1: same pace at which you were walking jamie we both know quite a few extra people all right and if you don't believe <laughs> that if given the chance they would just start front flipping all the way they could every day then you are wrong my friend all right this is they're just cool elves all right they're a little bit extra those are the elves who you know they're the bad boys they don't play by the rules fuck walking hands are for walking too uh they're the manic pixie dream elves okay they they're just here to show us the way of course uh, the small kid doesn't want to get off the train yeah because he's uh, poor. also crucially yes because he's poor uh, but also crucially we do
0: learn at this point that Tom Hanks as the conductor is very bald they, they just have a shot of him taking his hat off and he's completely, he's got hair around where the hat is beneath the hat, but everything that was underneath the hat is just shining bald. I don't know, like, that's the only point of the shot. Like, he just has a shot where he takes off the hat and it's just to reveal that he's bald. I don't know why it happens. Uh, but yeah, the poor kid doesn't get off. Uh, and so Hero Boy and the girl get back uh, on the train to convince him to get off. But oh no, the train's going into the depot um and so they uh, end up in a like a turn style uh, for where the trains are kept uh, and the little girl goes hey let's just follow the jingle bells look let's just follow the jingle bells and and the hero boy's like yeah totally yeah those jingle bells i can totally hear 100 yeah, percent. let's right. oh, go me and my tinnitus we're we're, in, we're in, fucking rolling tinnitus. through this um uh, so uh, they end up in the aforementioned uh, security room where the elves are looking over. And as you say, there's a there's a very very uh, New York um, uh, elf there uh, perusing Oi, over we're the children. are gonna punish this child, kind yes. of thing.
1: It, it, it's a bit weird.
0: It is very odd. Um, but yeah, they're um, they're looking over who's not and nice. That is basically just that. Um, And they end up, I I can't remember, they're continuing to try to escape.
1: The next few things I remember are there's a giant sack of presents. Yes, yeah, basically they're continuing trying
0: to escape, then they end up in the sack of presents.
1: Along with the annoying boy. Cause yes, annoying along with the annoying boy. They're,
0: yeah, they're, they're, they're up there and they're like, uh, oh, come on, let's let's go. And he's being pulled down for some reason. And then he pulls up on what he's being pulled down on. It's the annoying kid going, I already opened my presents. I only got six pairs of socks. It's the most annoying thing. I can't believe Santa would do that to me. How dare he give me bring me all the way to the North Pole just for a pair of socks? Um, and uh, the hero boy goes, fuck off. Um, and the elves come in and save them. Uh, I believe they also find a present for the poor boy. Um, as well as a present for the hero boy. Um, But anyway, the elves come in and they airlift them out. And then there's a big death-defying, daring moment where they're flying into the main square and, oh, are they going to hit the tree? Oh, no, a bunch of elves yeet themselves out and that makes it light enough to fly over the tree. But, oh, no, they hit the the star. So even more elves bungee jump out and they catch the star and then they just fucking yeet it back on the top of the tree and the most amazing thing you've ever seen. Um, yeah. and so they all land, and it's time for Santa. So they're all singing. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, and it's at this point I do have to delve into, uh, what? Why are the elves so excited to see their boss? Yeah. Uh, like, like it's just their boss. I get it's Christmassy, but I feel like the elves. Sh- like is santa so mean to his subjugated Mm. servants that he never sees them throughout the year he's just like a magnanimous presence that just sends orders on from on high and then reveals himself once a year it's it's
1: we got to talk about these elves sure you seem to be thinking of santa here as the ceo of asda right like the ceo of asda shows up at your local asda right you work at asda you'd be like cool but you know whatever right i don't see mr Asda very much. Who cares? You got to think of him like the—he's the CEO of a startup, all right. It's a cult <laughs> personality kind of thing. Everyone who works there wants to work there because they want to work under this guy. They yeah. want to learn from him. They just want to get a little bit of that Christmas magic, Jamie. All right, the Christmas magic that is curdling in your stomach, that is turning turning you to the darkest, Jamie. Uh, you know they just want—they just want a bit of that. All right, it's yeah. not been cancelled this year in the film. <laughs> Yeah, Christmas um, has not been
0: cancelled this year, uh, and so. Um, also, very explicitly, like, they've brought, like, nine kids to see Santa. And all of the elves are like, fuck you, kids. We're going to stand in front of you. You don't get to see Santa. Hey, Santa, I want to see Santa.
1: So a Boy can't see Santa. do you know how small elves feel all the time, <laughs> all right? All the time, they just feel like they're small people. So being taller than someone uh, is a big advantage to these elves, all right? Um... They, they, like, they like being tall.
0: So, uh, Hero Boy can't see Santa, and he also can't, he can't, like, one kid specifically goes, look at the bells, they're so cute, and Hero Boy's like, fuck, I can't hear the bells, and then he finds one jingle bell, and he picks it up, and he goes, okay, I believe, I believe, and then he can hear the jingle, ding, 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 what's that, what's that, album? Christmas magic, it's the Christmas magic, it's also Santa, uh, Santa is there, he's like, hey, What's up kid? I hear you didn't believe. It's also me again. Tom Hanks. Hello. I'm weirdly skinny for a Santa Claus. Yeah. I like, look, in the pandemic I've been getting my home workout routine on point. I've been doing so much Chloe Ting and I am ripped as fuck now. Um and what what the fuck does he say to to, to hero boy? I can't remember. What do you want for Christmas? Uh, yeah. I can't. And does 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 hero Hero Boy gets the first present for Christmas, right? Or is it Lonely Boy?
1: Mm, Or is it Lonely Boy? Well, no, because Lonely
0: Lonely Boy definitely doesn't get a gift there. the The gift is the jink is the bell. He gives him the bell, but they definitely do something where they yeah, but they definitely do something where they like talk about the like clearly the poor boy should get the first present. Um, but whatever. Uh, so he gives him a little bell, and he pops it in his pocket. Um, and then Santa rides off uh, and they get, uh, the the elves have a little dance and they go to get back on the train. Um, and the conductor starts to punch their tickets again uh, and he's completing the words. Uh, the, the annoying shit boy is holding uh, his finger over one of the letters and he goes, oh, lean, what does that mean? Uh, and then he goes, huh. I think there's four letters in "lean," and also, as you can fucking tell, you idiot, you have your thumb right in the middle of the word. I didn't just write L E A and then a space, space and then the letter N. You fucking moron! And so he removes his thumb and he goes, "Oh, it's learn." Okay, thanks. Um, and he gets on the train. Um, the girl who also had L E and was re- <laughs> I forgot we. <laughs> One of my favorite lines in this movie is when she gets Ellie on it and hero boy just dead face goes, oh, just like that annoying kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, just, just like, great. Thanks for pointing it out. Anyway, hers doesn't say learn. Hers says lead. <laughs> no, says lead. It says lead um, because she's learned that she can be a leader. Um, uh, the boy uh, get the, the the poor boy Gets a special one that changes every time you flip over, and it says like "count on" and "believe," "believe in" and "rely on" and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, Hero Boy gets B E. He had B E previously. This gets turned into believe because now he has learned to believe. And he gets on the train. Uh, and all the other kids are like, hey, hey, you 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 got the oh, the first ever gift from Santa this year. That's pretty mental. I really hope you held on to it and didn't put it in the one fucking pocket in your coat. That's got a hole in it. God. And he's going, don't worry, guys. <laughs> and it's fallen out of his pocket because uh, he's a fucking dumb dumb. Um, and so the kid's really sad, uh, and they start driving back. Uh, the poor kid goes back to his poor household, nowhere near any of the friend, new friends he made. So he cannot count on or rely on any of these new friends he's made, but it's fine. He's got a present from Santa that he holds up and shows to everyone. Um, they then stop off, uh, and drop Hero Boy off. Um, he says goodbye, uh, to the girl and to the annoying kid. The annoying kid says something annoying. I think he's trying to be nice, but I think he's even more creepy and annoying. can't remember what he says. Um... Uh, and he goes to bed. He wakes up the next morning uh, and he's he's got a special present. <gasps> special little present. What it? Say, it, it says from Mr. C. What is it? That? it it's, it's the bell. It's the bell, and he shakes it, and oh, he can hear here. it. Oh, she, oh we should, should, Also, we should say he wakes a up. At, gift. Yeah, when he wakes Yeah, it's a horrible gift. Um, when he wakes up, he uh, tears his coat pocket again, suggesting that maybe it was all a dream. But yeah, he gets the bell, shakes it, and he goes, "Oh, okay." And then the mum shakes it, uh, and and it doesn't jingle. She's like, "Oh, it's broken. That sucks." And then chucks it on the floor, um, smashes it, <laughs> uh, and then uh, the kid places the bell. We get a shot of the bell uh, with with little jingles. Like, we all believe in Christmas. Um, and uh, then, yeah, that that's that's the end of this Dun Dun movie.
1: All right, Jamie. we got to fix it. All right? We've okay. Well, are we, are we fixing
0: it now? Or are we going to rate this movie and then fix it afterwards? Or Well, we're not I fixing think,
1: it. We're writing the sequel. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, We're going to take all the good things from it, and then we're going to put them in the sequel, and then get, get rid of the trash. All okay. right? We're going to cut the chaff. The okay, week from the chaff. so
0: should we discuss this movie first and then... And then create the Yeah, okay. But, okay. but in
1: the context of we've got to make a better one. But yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, this is my second time watching this. Um, I paid pound fifty more than I did last year for it because I rented it for £3.50 on Amazon Prime last year. I have now purchased it uh, <laughs> under the assumption that maybe in a year's time I might be needing to watch it again for a certain podcast. <laughs> I'll look out for Polar Express 3 coming next Christmas. Um,
1: so... Uh, <laughs> And We have a tight turnaround on these We got like a fine film contract, guys. (laughs) Um, Um,
0: So, yeah, this I I think I explicitly note, I I still think this film is, but I think I put it in my hangs back last year because it is it's fun. It's it's bad. I don't think it's a good movie, but it is a very much fun, bad movie. But I think I did notice definitely on this watch the 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 second half or not even the second half maybe the last third once they arrive in the north pole it, yeah just goes off a cliff in terms of it, like fun and adventure
1: yeah it, it it the issue is like once you get to the north pole you just want to see santa and like whatever and instead they spend too much time like exploring the north pole and like that's not Weirdly, that's not as cool as the train stuff is. The train stuff yeah. is like action adventure yeah. And then like the action-adventure, when it's just like, I don't know, it's just like they're weirdly edging you for Santa Claus. Like, yeah. They're just like, hey, you want to see Santa? You want to see Santa? Not yet. You want to see Santa? Not yet. You want to see your... Oh, yeah, that's Santa Claus, baby.
0: Um. Yeah. Also, in terms of things I would improve, I would get actual children to motion capture this. Um. Yeah. Of course, in our sequel, it will remain motion-captured. Uh, sorry, and 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 in fact i i require I just them we to claymage. use no technology <laughs> no technology that has been invented post 2004 okay okay i like it i like it we gotta um, keep the dead
1: door i think
0: absolutely absolutely i i think that is definitely part of the charm of this movie is like i i don't think it is as horrifying as some people say it, is. it doesn't make me uncomfortable it's just like weird uh and and explain yeah I, I need children to vocab it though I, I need their faces to look like children faces rather than very clearly the expressions of a a grown actor uh who is doing fucking amelia clark wiggling eyebrows the whole time um more tom hanks absolutely ways we can improve this more
1: tom hanks i think we should yeah. go back to
0: the the original idea it's, of tom hanks playing every single character
1: no jamie i, I hate to point out the inconsistencies in your pictures here because you know i like i like the energy i like the vibe i like i like that you're just like throwing everything against the wall but you have both suggested that we have all children played by children and more tom Hanks. no no which no no means no. there are no children in the Polo express too.
0: no 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 the no children, children are express motion too. captured by children but they are voiced they
1: by, pa- by Tom Hanks. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I think they all going to be. I think everything needs to be voiced and motion captured by Tom Voice. Hanks. Okay, I think, so I think no children in. No, no too. children.
0: Uh, to be fair, uh, I am against uh, you know exploitative Hollywood child child labor laws. So absolutely, I'm fine with that. Uh, exclusively, 65 year old Tom Hanks <laughs> motion capturing every character in this film. Uh, we will let let we'll we'll discuss what the plot of that film is going to be uh in a minute. In terms of just yeah, let we we're, we're gonna rate this in in the the Anne Hathaway ratings, which still remains film rating. How good was yeah. um uh was this film out of five? Um how good was Tom Hanks in this film? Or are we gonna yeah. rate how good Anne Hathaway was in this film? <laughs> <laughs> um no that's, how good was Tom Hanks in this film? Um we then instead of the Tom Hanks dick meter this year we do have uh, the America's Sweetheartometer. How much yeah. of America's Sweetheart was Tom Hanks in this film? We then have. <laughs> the uh well have we got a name for it yet the the hunk list or something the hubba hubba list um i i, I believe hubba hubba in hubba. in three episodes time uh we are going mm-hmm. to get a suggestion uh of a new name uh but considering that new name is not going to be introduced in the next two episodes uh, we have had a friend's thought about it but i'll introduce it in our next yeah. in our next episode that we're recording which is three episodes time from now it's fine it's not confusing at all guys um but yeah let's the, the hubba hubba list for now um um so we are going to rank each of Tom Hanks' characters in this movie in terms of how good they would be for Anne Hathaway. Okay. Um,
1: and do then, I add important question? Do I add this to my actual list? No, 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 are <laughs> no. We <sure>? yes. <laughs> are we sure? Yes. Are we sure? Yes, 100% list.
0: sure. This is a Christmas special. It remains for the Christmas special. Um, Fine. Uh, and uh, then we decide whether we are stashing away this movie. Will this movie not uh, convince the aliens? Uh, to not blow up humanity but will it galvanize humanity to say to them that it is worth saving so in terms of ranking this movie i'm not going to look up i I, i'm after we've done our numbers i'm going to compare what i gave (laughs) him last year just to see if it's changed uh but this movie is not good but it is fun and and i don't uh, and, and I think outside, I think we discussed this last year, outside of the people, the animation is quite good. The like, the like background animation is good and holds up well. But, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, fucking Meg Ryan looks great in this movie. The train uh, just, yeah, flies through the air. I'm sure in 3D it would look even better. So, um, maybe next year I, I see if I can get an IMAX 3D viewing.
1: I assume the 3D thing was a re release of the film. Because it came out in 2004. Obviously, 3D. Because think about it. 3D came back in 2008 with Avatar. If this came out in 2004. The Polar Express.
0: I'm reading directly from the Wikipedia. The Polar Express was released in both conventional and IMAX 3D theatres on November 10th,
1: 2004. Weird. IMAX 3D? Okay. Yep. That wouldn't have been a wide release. So if that would have been. They can like special IMAX. This, I don't. I, I, I
0: don't know. I don't know. I'm read. I'm just. I'm just telling you. I'm not you call, what I'm, I'm I'm calling.
1: T- I'm not calling Wikipedia and you aren't a liar. I'm just saying. You know, sometimes Wikipedia gets older. And uh, it, I, I. I believe you. I believe you. All right, Jamie. Jamie. I got the bell. I got the bell. Okay. Jing-a-ling-a-ling. <laughs> you believe. Me. I believe you. Um, no. Yeah. Like, I agree with much of. What score are you gonna give it? Sorry. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh. I think I'm gonna give it a 1.3.
1: Okay, so you want going back to the you, you're keeping the your yes, point yeah. I'm,
0: i we are we are in uh, the Hathaway stashaway season, and in the Hathaway stashaway season, I can go to tenths. In the hang okay, Hang season, I could go yeah. to point fives.
1: I can't wait for Street Street where you can go to the thousandth. You, know, <laughs> you can just go point one one one. Um, yeah, so uh, for me, like you said, the it's not it's not that it's like poorly done it is just that like the tech for things like motion capture i think wasn't as good at this point um so you know like you said the backgrounds are brilliant the the train looks great you know the action sequences are good it's just they struggle with the faces of these kids yeah and for the most part you know as much as they like to be this is an animated it's always motion capture like it is an animated film yeah it's just animated via motion capture and i think there is good reason why for the most part like most um, animated movies have have stayed away from this in years to come, and that's because you know it, it does move into the uncanny valley. We, it it is nicer to see less realistic depictions of people. I, I probably brought this up last year, but you know, it, if you compare it to something like um, I will always remember the special features for The Incredibles, where they talk about why Pixar moved from the kind of more they had kind of done Toy Story two. And they felt they had been too realistic in how people looked. Like, at times they felt like it looked kind of grotesque. Like, things like um like, owls, like lying down with Cheeto Dust on him oh, and, like, all that kind of stuff. And, like, yeah. it being kind of gross. And they decided that actually what they should do is move to this kind of more... Stylized. Um, stylized, kind of representative, but not, uh, like, realistic-looking uh, style of animation. And, like, that definitely benefits them in their later films. And, so like, and
0: like the, you say that, that was from The Incredibles. The Incredibles came out the same year as this. So yeah. uh, that tech was available
1: at the time, and that and that's why I think that a film like The Incredibles, if you watch today, looks much better than yeah. this does. And actually, even why the something like The Incredibles looks much better than, for instance, Shrek is because Shrek is going for, you know, as, as good. I think Shrek 2 and bits of Shrek still look fine as animated bits, but they are still trying to look kind of realistic in a yeah. way r- rather than purely like you know non representative they you know rather than stylized it is going for a hey these are like fairy tale creations but in a semi real world looking thing whereas this the polar express is obviously trying to make it look as real as possible it is trying to cross the uncanny valley and uh, they do not succeed so it is a It's a mess. The film is so weird. I find it really weird that Tom Hanks, whenever he gets a blank check, just decides to make the weirdest movies ever. Oh yeah, Tom Hanks is such a talented actor. But 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 also he seems to have the
0: most fun when he's making those. Like you can tell he's having an absolute ball making movies like this, or movies like fucking Larry Crown or Hologram for the King. Like he's having so much Electric City. He's having so much fun making those um so what, what are you going to give it because i i i I've looked at your score from last year so i'm interested to see what you give it this year
1: i mean i still don't think it's a good christmas film like that's my issue I, I don't think it's a good christmas film. the moral is if you're a poor kid growing up in chicago who's never had any christmas presents you should still believe in santa claus because he's real even if you don't get presents um so like i can't give 0.5 so one i would like to say last year you gave it a
0: four <laughs> you, apparently one apparently one year in canada slash the post-apocalypse has really dulled
1: your whimsy for this movie oh, um, as it turns out christmas being cancelled has uh, radicalized me when it comes to christmas films all right right now you have to be a decent christmas film or that's it fuck off
0: um in terms of tom hanks performance uh, I think he's he's legitimately great. He's exactly what this movie needs. This movie needs to be more silly, which is what Tom Hanks is in most of his roles. And like the hobo, it's bad. It, like it's not good. The accent isn't a good accent, but it's fun and it works for the character because it doesn't need to be a good accent. So I'm going to give him a 49 I'm dropping point one because there should have been more Tom Hanks. I'm dropping mm-hmm. point one for him being a coward and not playing every single role in this movie, unlike he will, of course, in our version of <laughs>
1: um So I'm going to give this a five. Um, <laughs> Same I as think, you did last you know, like year. you said, needs more Tom Hanks. Uh, it is the most Tom Hanks film you could possibly make. Uh, and yeah, just needs more Tom Hanks. All right, we're going to fix this. We, we're going to give him a six when we do the Polo Express do right.
0: <laughs> Now... How much is Tom Hanks America's Sweetheart in this film? Now, I would like to posit that someone playing multiple roles in a Christmas movie all about, like, whimsy and believing in Santa, that's some pretty strong fucking uh, America's Sweetheart-ass shit right there. Now, admittedly, there's not much else going for him. yeah. But I'm gonna say that the 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 style of movie and and what they were
1: attempting to go for does put him in a strong 1.2. Nice, nice. I here's my thing. Uh, I agree with you. In theory, this should be higher. In reality, it's grotesque. Uh, (laughs) And so you know, it's it's like a two. um, You know, it's it's not. There's there are things there which I think I think people do love this film, and I don't I don't. I don't feel bad about people liking this film, like, that, that happens, sure, like, you know, believe in yourself, whatever, but, um, I don't think it, I don't think this has made it to, like, an international classic, it is not, for instance, Love Actually, uh, which has a lot of affection, um, from wide swaths of people, it is, uh, a film that was watched by a decent amount of people, which is liked by many, which is disliked by many, And, you know, ultimately has not faded from memory, but is kind of just there. Um, So, two.
0: So, um, we've now got the the Hubba Hubba list. We've got to rank. And we've got, I'm going to go exclusively off of the roles that he is named on IMDb. We're going to have to rank those roles. That includes Hero Boy, (laughs) Uh, Father, Conductor, Hobo, Scrooge and Santa Claus. So there are 6 there. You have to rank them. 1 do 6 to 1 to make it make sure. it you know build up. Uh 6 being
1: the least and 1 being 6 being the
0: least, least 1 being right. uh, the most uh in terms of who you would like to see with Anne Hathaway. I'm I'm going to come um, cool. come in with a comfortable hero boy at 6. Uh that that is inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> Anne Hathaway, uh please stay away from uh, hero boy um but but after that it does become more more difficult
1: i think we can both agree that uh yeah the hero boy is least uh it would be creepy if anna hathaway took Hero boy on a date even to the prom i wouldn't like it uh so we've you know, I, uh, I think
0: i think objectively then we've got to go with hobo and uh, 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 well, i what i whoa,
1: say objectively whoa, 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 i'm whoa. saying hobo
0: and Scrooge. You're
1: objectively
0: hobo right. and scrooge are, are i'm not sure what order i'm going to put them in sure but I, you know I'm, I'm gonna go for scrooge first because this is definitely explicitly the scrooge that is presented to us is a pre pre realizing his mistakes scrooge this is a pre christmas carol scrooge so he is the evil version um and also he's damn old and also he's a puppet so i think that puts him at a comfortable five for me who's gonna
1: be your five so for my five, I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, oh, for God's sake, so the conductor, um, wow. Oh, wow. He's so bold. He's so bold. And yet Scrooge
0: with his luscious hairline is, is skating his way into the top four. Um, okay. So the conductor's coming in at number five for you. Um, i i think i've got to go with the conductor actually I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna keep bumping the hobo up i thought the hobo was gonna come in there but you know then i i thought about having compassion and that being homeless isn't isn't necessarily just like a negative trait um and that this yeah. hobo is also a ghost which has some positive uh positive exactly aspects Jamie. To it. um uh, a ghost that has been riding <laughs> meg ryan for 20 years Um, uh, so I'm going to go with the conductor uh, next he does kidnap children Uh, he also Hmm. unnecessarily stresses out children if you want to say he's not kidnapping them uh, he puts them under an unnecessary amount of stress Um, he he flagrantly doesn't really care about their welfare Uh, he clearly drowns the lonely boy uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) at one point uh, although he miraculously comes back to life Um, uh, so yeah I'm going with the conductor at number
1: four Okay, and number four, uh, four stuff. Four is when we get between the hobo and Scrooge for me. Um, you know, on the one hand, Scrooge is a literal puppet. On the other hand, it's not that the hobo is homeless. It is that the hobo served someone coffee, which was brewed in uh, the same pot as he was cleaning his socks, <laughs> which is unhygienic, but he is a magical ghost, and that's cool. I'm going to have to put the hobo in at number four.
0: Hobo in at number four um number three for me therefore is is the hobo uh i think his magical ghost properties uh could be particularly enticing uh to anne hathaway she's been in uh been in some magical films before she she has that connection um and you know this might also be the ghost uh, this might also be the ghost of past present and future they might be able to uh Turn Anne Hathaway's life around, make make me sound like yeah. Anne Hathaway. Yeah, it's going
1: it's going real bad for Anne Hathaway yeah. right now, right? Yeah. Um. So I will go for yeah. I'm going for Scrooge the Scrooge. puppet at number three. Scrooge
0: at number three. The Scrooge puppet is number three. <laughs> uh,
1: fantastic. That's, that's basically default, right? That that's just like everyone <laughs> below Scrooge. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that. Okay.
0: So we are both left with the father and santa claus now i feel yeah. like see it's it, it this gets really tough because i i also feel like the father's kind of skated by on default here i think the father's a bad father <laughs> i think he's a bit of a dick about <laughs> <What>? his kids <laughs> um, uh, we never see his face he could you know
1: have just horrible eyebrows uh we mm-hmm. don't know um we see his face in the background you know we see him slightly we see so i'm Looks I'm, like Tom Hanks. He just looks like Tom Hanks.
0: I'm going for Father at number 2 and I will justify my choice for Santa at number 1 when I give it.
1: Okay. So obviously you're a monster. Um look I have been thinking about it. Uh obviously the question is would you would you want to hook up with Father Christmas? Mhm. because um, on the one hand and I want to you've obviously given the negatives to the father. We have got to talk about the positives of the father. He owns a house. Right, pretty good. Has a wife. Okay his wife two kids two kids which means he can fuck uh, Okay, you know empirically he's he has fertile. fucked yeah yeah he has fucked and therefore he's fertile probably maybe that would be if i don't know so you know like he's a viable candidate <laughs> he seems to have a steady job he, you know he's parent he's not a deadbeat dad okay yeah. the hobo could have loads of kids we wouldn't know okay we're not, we're not we're not we're, we're not arguing about the hobo the hobo's already on our sure. list lower down sure Father christmas of course the question goes to how much does Anne believe in Father Christmas? Um, of course, she's Roman Catholic, so, you know. And she also yeah.
0: does have young children right now.
1: Yes, but I don't know if her children are Jewish or not. Ah.
0: Because
1: her husband's Jewish. So that's the question. Because you're right, if you married Father Christmas and your kids celebrated Christmas, then, you know, you're you're, you're doing pretty well. I mean, we are But not, if you marry, if if you marry setting... Santa and your kids don't get Christmas presents because they're Jewish, how cruel would that be? We, that we are suck. just
0: setting up uh, Anne Hathaway to to be the real world version of of Santa Claus, starring uh, Tim uh, Tim Tim Allen.
1: Yeah, Tim Allen. Um, so she
0: kills him. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I would honestly, I would like to see a Santa Claus remake with Anne Hathaway. I think that would be great. Um, actually, that would be good. We should pitch that. <laughs> after my... after look, slow down. We've got Polar Express Jared two to do to do still, and, and we're almost an hour and a half too. into this okay. episode. So. I don't I don't know what that would do to her family dynamics. Okay. So I'm going to have to put Santa Claus at number two.
0: Santa Claus at number two. Okay, I'm going to justify my choice uh, for Santa Claus at number one. Look, this isn't regular old Santa Claus. This That's Santa true. Claus, he's been doing his Joe Wicks. He's been hitting the gym when the gyms were open for about two weeks. He's been getting out on his daily sanctioned government exercise. This is swole Santa. And who wouldn't want to just be laying down next to a lithe, beautiful, (laughs) rock-hard Santa Claus? I am, of course, talking about his muscles. But also his penis would make a jingly noise while you fucked. And that, honestly, is the thing that pips it over the top for me. I'm going to put Santa Claus at the top. You must now right. justify your choice for father at number one. Well, you've done Look, it. Again, you've done it. You do know, you, say, you know. It's well, almost it like, like you Tom, don't, you question, don't have an intention. Yeah, exactly.
1: The father there is basically Tom Hanks playing himself. He looks like Tom Hanks. You know, he's called a, a father. Tom Hanks is a father. Uh, the question is, would I? Where would I recommend Anne Hathaway? Uh, Tom Hanks is a potential viable love interest for Anne Hathaway, and you know, there might be a massive age difference. Ah, no, 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 he's no. He's playing the father in this. He's
0: definitely younger. This, this is, okay. firstly, it's Tom Hanks in 2004, firstly. So he's, he's true. 16 Jamie, years younger than he currently is.
1: That, but, but think about where Anne Hathaway was in 2004. No,
0: no, no, no. No, no, no. no. I'm ne- we need to be clear. <laughs> we are recommending them for current day Anne Hathaway, but they are the 2004 versions of their characters. So this is the father. He is probably 40, mid-40s. This is not us recommending <laughs> that, that, that yet another... Uh, Forties, uh, forty-year-old woman in Hollywood should be paired up with a sixty-five-year-old man in a rom-com. Uh, yeah. This is this is a this is an age-appropriate... Because we know we stand an age-appropriate yeah. king, Tom Hanks yeah. only ever fucks this is, women this his is own really age. important.
1: This is a really important thing to Jamie. We have previously discussed uh, doing people for the podcast... Not doing people, but, you know, like picking people to do for the podcast. And Jamie's been like, mm, no, no, he de- dates people creepily younger than him. <laughs> I don't like that. We're not doing Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, it was the best conversation where I went, oh, we could do Leonardo DiCaprio. And Jamie went, it's kind of problematic, isn't it? And he went, why? And he went well, there's you know, young women he dates. And I'm like, it's not illegal, though. Like, they're all of age.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I was about to make a very <laughs> mean and potentially libelous comment about Leonardo DiCaprio, and I have stopped
1: myself. Good um, on you. The important thing is, on this podcast, it, it has been set out there. That was the precedent. We stand on age-breaking, all right? <laughs> That's what we stand. Um. So, yeah, I, I think that... Uh, yeah, I, I think you kind know, of you know Anne Hathaway now and Tom Hanks then. You know, I think they could do it. I think they could start a nice family together. She could move into a Chicago home. It looks <laughs> fine, right? They have they can afford a tree. Um, they can and, afford you know... a
0: tree. Um, okay. So the uh, the final question now that we have done our hubba hubba list uh, is: Are you going to stash away this film? Will this film not? Will this film? Um, Save humanity. Will not will this film uh, convince the aliens not to murder us? But will this film galvanize humanity to rise up against the aliens?
1: Here's the thing, Jamie. Um, for all I've slagged all this film for two years in a row, <laughs> <laughs> it turns out when Christmas is cancelled, when uh, you know you're stuck several thousand miles away from home and you haven't seen anyone you love in a year uh you know do i think this film is is a inspires a wellspring of uh emotion and feeling that could could rise someone to violent revolution yeah yeah you know <laughs> i definitely i definitely believe that so it goes in the stash away
0: you're stashing away this film Merry christmas we're flip-flopping this year because you did not put this in your bank last year and i did and i am not stashing away this film um very famously this year uh i well, I, I have never been a Christmas movie person. Uh, I have never I have not it's not something that we watched when I was younger uh, and Ellen has been showing me Christmas movies this year with this mor- this morning we watched Dolly Parton's Christmas in the square and that's fine um, and uh, you know we watched National Lampoon Christmas vacation and that was fine but we did watch Elf. And and I have I have now learned that Christmas movies can be good, uh, and so of course when we don't, uh, when one of us does not stash away something, we must choose what is going to um, galvanise humanity this week. And for me, that is Elf. Uh, I I know it is a huge sin of mine that I have not seen it previously, uh, but. That, that That is why I am not stashing away this film because there just are better Christmas movies. And there is an even better Christmas movie, Alexander, which is Polar Express 2. I'm really podcast glad it's taken us an hour and a half to get to um, the point of this episode. <laughs> so I love at
1: the beginning, before the podcast began, I was like, so we're just going to like quickly go over the plot, right? And then just get into the Polar Express 2. And Jamie's was like, no, 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 I rewatched it. I ain't going to talk about yeah. it. Wait, did you I not rewatch did. it? No, we rewatched, like three quarters of it. Oh fuck you! No, no, this is our tradition now. We are going to
0: force ourselves to watch this all the way through every time. Force ourselves um, to
1: rewatch the worst Christmas movie. Okay, so put Best two, Jamie. We got to we got to think of some like. Uh, I'm going to do some um, like uh, free association with you. Okay? okay. So if I say Christmas, you say crackers. If I say trained, you say fast. Interesting. <laughs> uh, if I say snow, you say ball. Okay. Now you do. You, know, you do it the other way around. Okay. Oh do, shit. Do okay. Those ones for me.
0: Uh, <laughs> okay. Um. If I say Santa, you say dead. Okay. I don't think that that's how this. Okay. I think free association, through association. The first, the first one that comes to the brain. Okay. Um. If I say caribou, you say Tasty. (laughs) If I say hero boy, you say dead. (laughs) If I say lonely boy, you say gossip girl. (laughs) Gossip girl. Okay. (laughs) And if I say Tom, you say Hanks.
1: Okay. So okay. So what I'm getting from this? Tom Hanks should be in the film.
0: Tom, (laughs) I'm glad we agree that Tom Hanks should be in this film. Um, in fact, we agree that Tom Hanks should play every role. But Santa is dead. Um, yeah. who else is dead? <laughs> Who's Hero boy is dead. Hero boy is dead. So we're making a sequel to Polar Express, <laughs> where Santa is dead, <laughs> and the main character is dead.
1: The main so character I... is now the conductor. All right. <laughs> the
0: main character is now the conductor. So it's it's the it's the conductor going on a, another journey, and I guess Santa is dead on arrival. When they are right, no. he's going to traumatize these kids even more. <gasps> no, but Jamie, we agreed no children. This film, <laughs> we children
1: this film. <laughs> so, so the con-
0: the conductor, the yeah. conductor, is on his train journey, and he keeps getting that and. And, and every single child says, I haven't got a fucking ticket.
1: And then he goes, oh, check in your pocket, little child. These children are all 20, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they're 20-year-old children. Yeah, he's knocking, children. he's knocking
0: on doors and no kids answer. And he's only like 20-year-old people, all play by Tom Hanks. And they're all like, no, I haven't got a ticket. And he's like, what the fuck's going on? And he gets back and he realises, oh, shit, none of the kids got sent out their tickets because Santa is dead.
1: What? <laughs> I, I prefer the idea that he arrives at the station with all these 20-year-olds uh, and, like, they go up. She's <laughs> the corpse of the sleigh. And he goes, oh, crap, I need to go back. And they go, back where? And he goes, back to the future. But he actually means the past. That's right. It's a time-traveling train now. Okay. Okay.
0: Is Meg Ryan still the train?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Meg that's, Ryan still plays so, the train. So
0: Tom Hanks plays everyone else, but Meg Ryan does still play the train. Okay. does okay.
1: still play the train. It's also important that um, I, I, to my flatmate recently, I said, oh, I need to watch... Uh, the Polo Express, and she went. Oh, is that the one about drugs? And she confused the Polo Express and train sport thing. Okay. Um, which was interesting. So I think we should get that in there somewhere. Obviously, there's a lot of mentions of snow. So I think they go back to the 80s. <laughs> I think the conductor gets uh, you know, really dependent upon uh, some cocaine. Okay. Um, you know, you go. So it's, it's 80s Los Angeles. <laughs> he has to find someone to play Santa, and where else are you going to do that but 80s Los Angeles?
0: And so. He wait, yeah. okay, wait, 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 wait. I've got the Reagan's this. there I've got somehow. this. Okay, Reagan is also there, also played by Tom Hanks. But so, 80s Los Angeles. He comes across. Uh I'm, I'm just going back to the 80s and Tom Hanks's uh Splash. Uh he no, he comes across Tom Hanks filming bosom buddies.
1: <gasps> and he's got
0: the big fat suit on, and yeah. so he goes, well. Maybe we just whip off that wig you're wearing, put on a big Santa wig, hey bingo bango, we're in the money. So <laughs> Tom Hanks is the conductor, meets Tom Hanks playing uh Kip in Bosom Buddies, and Kip becomes Santa. Brilliant.
1: Smash. Brilliant. Smash it. We save Christmas? Jamie, consider Christmas uncancelled. Okay. You oh, just Saved Christmas. Oh, that's so good.
0: Because, you know, frankly, this cancel culture has been really getting to me. So I'm glad... (laughs) Oh, how has no one made that joke yet? Oh, cancel yeah. culture, cancel Christmas. Anyway, uh someone Jamie, tweet someone that, go someone Tweet, right. that now before no, so,
1: tweet I, it before someone else does. I can't no, else no, do it. No, hard. no,
0: no, I'm giving someone the idea so that I can take credit for it, but I can't really formulate the, the actual joke. I know there's something there, but like I do this a lot. I just I know there's something there, and I'll just go to Ellen like well, how can I make a joke out of it? Like, cancel,
1: cancel, cancel. culture's gone too far.
0: Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> uh anyway. This this podcast fucking over. I don't know. Uh, I can smell my dinner. It
1: smells delicious. Um, I, when you started saying that, I literally thought you were about to say, uh, "I can smell my dick," and I don't know why <laughs> you would say that. You were like, "I can smell my dick," and I was like,
0: "Ah, uh, well, dick? thankfully, uh, my dinner is uh, so delicious smelling. It is uh, overcoming the pungent smell of my penis." Um, so we're blank spank uh, we normally right. are at the moment reviewing Anne hathaway movies but obviously we had to have a christmas special uh, and Anne hathaway isn't in any christmas movies and of course also we so got far. asked to make pitch uh, polar yeah. express 2 which we we now have done yeah, yeah, um
1: when we come back after you know we'll have a couple episodes but when we come back to recording of course it will be the darkest timeline once again yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so jamie look, look will be to our... jamie by that point Our next two episodes
0: are Um, on Nicholas Nickleby and Ella Enchanted. Uh, Nicholas Nickleby, also uh, weirdly a Christmas episode. Listen to that one to find out why. Uh, And then we've got a special guest for the Ella Enchanted episode as well. So obviously we know uh, for many, many people, this is going to be a bit of a a, a non-ideal time uh, over the next few weeks. And we hope, uh, you know, the, the silly dumb shit that we do, brings some small respite uh, to that
1: like yeah for all of you out there we love you all so very much and if you're having a sucky christmas if you're having a great christmas whatever stick on the polar express it's fucking trash (laughs) have yourself one cocktail but don't get too drunk because you don't want to get too emotional watch the movie think wow this was bloody terrible you know i'm glad christmas and, is over and,
0: and then blame us blame yeah. us for ruining your christmas um in the meantime over this christmas period if, if you want to get us a christmas present you can tweet about us or tell a friend about us oh, yeah. uh, you can follow us at blanks pod you can follow me at jamie p and you follow al at al underscore c's underscore stuff um and you can find us on facebook and we never post there and you can find us on instagram and we never post there uh what else can they do alexander
1: you could get one of those little raccoon hats like Danny Crockett. Um, And, you know, if you wear those, we'll all know that you're a fan of the podcast and hate raccoons just as much as I do. People think they're cute. They're not cute. They're the enemy. Uh, You could also, uh, look, the government doesn't want you spreading COVID, but it does want you spreading joy in the form of uh, sharing this podcast with all your loved ones. Uh, Please do that. That'd be great. If you Um, have managed to
0: form a Christmas bubble, uh, then take every single phone that uh, exists in that Christmas bubble and then... uh, much like much like well, COVID, download yeah. all the podcasts on that and then it can spread to the rest of the country as Guys, they leave the Christmas bubble.
1: The saddest thing about uh, being in a social bubble for COVID Christmas where the people you're with uh, don't listen to the podcast is that because they don't listen to the podcast, they're dead. Uh, <laughs> of course, yes, we, we must remind
0: them. you that this podcast does... Everyone who doesn't listen to this podcast... Is dead in the post-apocalypse. So, if you get people to listen to this podcast, it will revive them. This fa- yes. very much does have.
1: But again, very specifically, only if they died because of the apocalypse. Yes. Not yes. If um, dead um, for yes. Other
0: Unfor- yeah. We unfortunately. It, yes. <laughs> very unfortunately, we cannot. We, we cannot bring any other people to life only if they died in that month period that happened due to the apocalypse. Um, <laughs> thank you for that clarification, Alexander. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah everyone keep safe have as good a christmas as you possibly can thank you so much uh for supporting us throughout this year we we obviously had we ended a season this isn't even our last episode of the year but uh we ended a season this year and we started a new one and the new one has been doing really really well and we've been having great fun doing it uh i've already had people Uh, Tell me that they're really happy that we're no longer reviewing series of movies that take place in American history uh, because neither (laughs) of us know anything about it. Um, So uh, please do continue to join us um, uh, each week as we go through Anne Hathaway's uh, entire IMDb. Uh, And other than that, just a huge, huge Merry Christmas uh, to everyone who is still alive (laughs) and listening to Blank Spank. Uh, so from me Jamie and my co-host Al uh, that's one more ep in the bank
1: oh my
0: god I believe is Santa going to bring me a PS5
1: he's going to bring you some soap for your dick (laughs) blanks
0: bank